0: Good morning. Today is Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. In Jewish schools all over the world, a child starting to study Torah is celebrated with parties, with sweets, often with parents and grandparents beaming and taking photos because we hope. And we want the child's connection to Torah to be deep and long and joyous and especially formative in the life of this child. So a lot of thought goes into what is the first book of Torah that we will teach? What is the first subject that is taught to start this relationship. Different communities, different eras have different choices, and each of them has some profound basis. In many places, the first passage of Talmud that is studied when Gemara, Talmud, is introduced to be studied, the first subject that is studied is Elu Mitzios which is curious because it's in the tractate Baba Metziah, which is not the first tractate of the Talmud. It's in the middle of the Talmud. And Elah is not the first chapter of this volume of the Talmud. It is the second chapter of the volume of Baba Metziah. So why start here? Why start chapter two in a middle volume when we want to start the Talmud? One of the reasons is because it is an expansion of a mitzvah that is in our parsha the mitzvah of hashavas aveda returning a lost object and we read in our parsha losira eshor achicha o eseyo ha hashav when you see the ox of your fellow or the sheep of your fellow that is lost, don't ignore it, but rather you should return it to your fellow. hashavasa <inaudible> veda return a lost object, any object, to the person that lost it. And if you cannot immediately do that, you should extend effort to identifying and finding the person who lost it. V'haShavah <inaudible> in order to be able to return it to them. And there are at least two reasons we want this subject to be imprinted on the heart of every Jew from the very beginning of their Jewish education. The first is, it is a profound message about God to whom the world belongs, and our place within God's world, we are not entitled to whatever we can take. Even if no one else will know, even if the owner will never realize, not everything is ours to take. And this is a message repeated over and over again in the Torah, the first command that God gives to mankind, to Adam and Eve. Not everything in the Garden of Eden is permitted to you. There's one tree that you are not permitted to have. It's not yours. It's God's. It's the underlying message of the Shemitah year, the sabbatical year that we begin this Rosh Hashanah. And we'll discuss that further. Hashavas Aveda, likewise, the obligation to return a lost object and go to the effort to find the owner, if that is necessary, helps to create a constant reminder that God is with us through life and our actions should reflect that ongoing presence. A second reason is that Hashavah Saveda helps to create character. When I first told this story, I learned that there is another version of it, but this is the version of the story that I heard from Rabbi Pesach Krohn. Samuel Reichman and the Reichman family had great wealth before World War II. Samuel Reichman was stuck in Hungary when war broke out. He wanted to try to preserve at least part of his wealth and not be completely wiped out. But it was against the law at that time in that place to send money to the United States or Canada, which is where he was from, his family was from. And if he would be caught trying to get funds out at that time, he could be severely punished. So. He had cashier's checks made out for a large sum. Each one made out for 75000 U.S. dollars. At that time, that was money. And he had numerous of these checks made out. So it was a cashier's check. His name was not on it. And he mailed these checks to different people around the world. One man that received one of these checks was Charles Bentheim. Charles Bentheim was a wealthy Jew living in New York. When I lived in Riverdale, when I was going to college, I knew members of his family, and I learned about Charles, the patriarch of this amazing Bentheim family. So Charles Bentheim receives a letter in the mail and inside is a check, cashier's check. No name, no return address, no message, no indication of where it comes from or to whom it belongs or why it is being sent to him. Postdated, from Hungary. That's it. He takes the check, he puts it away, and nothing happens. Five years later, a man appears in his office. My name is Samuel Reichman. The two had never met. Reichman says, I am the one who sent you that check five years ago. And he gives an identifying sign that identifies the check as his, and Charles Bentheim immediately returns the $75,000 to Reichmann. Reichman had done this with a number of people, every one of whom returned the funds to him when he identified the check. And this is how the Reichmann family was able to reestablish itself after World War II. HaShavah SaVeda, this obligation to return a lost object and the extent to which we must go, to respect it, not to take it for ourselves, but if necessary, to hold it until the owner can claim it. It's a mitzvah It's a commandment. It's an obligation. But it's not just that. It is a mitzvah that builds character. It's a mitzvah that trains us in trustworthiness, in reliability, in being upstanding and upright, even when no one else knows, especially when no one else sees. And that's why children start with it and why each of us should start with it as well my friends i want to wish you a great day and i look forward to seeing all of you soon in person